Welcome to Network Special. This is a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if you keep talking, it will be. Okay, great. Uh, welcome to the show. My name's Nathan. My name's Colin. And we are the the Nathan Colin twins. <laughs> the network guys. <laughs> yeah. The special fellas. Yeah, the... You know, maybe there's a place for us now. Have you have you heard have you heard about the Try Guys? Yes, been, especially this so week. Maybe maybe we could take their place. I didn't. I don't even fully understand what exactly happened, other than have you cheated on your wife? No, 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 no. I have not. At I all. haven't either. Then we and are. I'm not even saying that like thinking my wife is listening to these episodes because I'm <laughs> I'm ninety. I'm a hundred percent sure actually that she's not. But I'll okay. still put myself out there and say no. I have not. Okay. No, I have not. Yeah, and um, so maybe there's room for the tw- uh, us twins to hop in that slot. <laughs> that sounds so dirty. <laughs> maybe it's time that for was, maybe it's time for us twins quoting, to hop in that slot. I, I was just quoting one of his texts to the. Oh, you were. Co-worker. That no, was in I one just, of the. Oh, I'm like really. No, no, I haven't I just, read that much on it, so you could have you could have fooled me. I didn't know anything about the Try Guys, and I don't now. Um, I just knew that the wife guy um, cheated <laughs> on his wife, which I don't know. I mean, like when someone, if someone were to call me the wife guy, I would assume that would meant that I'm like what, really into wives. Wait, and so you're, maybe I thought that was a I thought that was just a term you were giving him just now because he's the one who no, cheated no, no. on his wife. They call he's him not the called wife the wife guy. guy. Yeah, he is. Why? <laughs> Because he was all about his wife, I guess. What? Yeah. He was all about his wife. And other wives. I don't know. Interesting. I don't think the other person was married. Okay. Anyways, uh, today's episode is not about the Try Guys. <laughs> it and is so our show, far. Our show isn't about Try Guys. Um, and if, But if there isn't, maybe that's our way in to superstardom. <laughs> um. But no, we are a podcast that talks about the golden age. <laughs> what are you, la- what are you I, laughing I have, at? I have this one for sure. I know this one. I was just laughing because it's impossible for me to do this intro without laughing. We talk about the golden age of appointment television where you used to be able to or not be able to. You had to watch Got TV to. shows when they aired, when they were scheduled you look up on your little TV guide, and uh, you'd see what time they would be on and what day, and then you'd have to sit there, and you couldn't do anything. If you, ans- if you answered the phone, you would miss some of are this you, show. Are you under the impression that you're fili- like doing a filibuster right now? Like, Do you think you have to draw this out as long as possible? <laughs> I refuse to allow this legislation to go forward. <laughs> I refuse to talk about this crappy movie. <laughs> Pretty much, no. Uh, but yeah, now with the magic of the internet, we can talk, watch these things over and over again. And with this one, we probably won't. <laughs> um, but today we're we're we're, we're we're popping into to November now. And this actually may air the last weekend of October. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but. Uh, it's definitely the Thanksgiving season coming up. And so now we're into Thanksgiving specials. And here's one that everyone no doubt 
knows. Everyone's watched every <laughs> year since it aired. When you were a kid, the family would gather around, just like you'd watch all the Rudolph specials, you know, at Christmas time. <laughs> this one, for sure, everyone does. It's National Lampoon's Thanksgiving Family Reunion, or if you're in some regions, Holiday Reunion. Yeah, well, I don't even understand why that is, but yes, there's two different names for this. And well, obviously, because in America, Thanksgiving's a thing. Uh, but if you want to, if you want this movie to become a worldwide, global phenomenon, <laughs> then you got to go with Holiday Reunion. You can't bust out some American-based. Holiday. It's funny because they did that. They did rename it for those other areas of the world, and it still didn't become a, a global phenomenon. And that's, that's just almost surprising. That's really strange. And also, um, I don't even think you can find this movie called Thanksgiving Family Reunion anywhere. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I've only seen it called Holiday Reunion. And there was a there was a time a long time ago where the first two words in that title, National Lampoons, meant like whatever we're gonna see, it's gonna probably be really funny. Okay, l- let's just really quickly. I want I want to. Um, Go through the list of National Lampoon's movies and see at what point in time did they stop? Okay, did they stop being good? Oh, yeah. So so we'll start. Okay. So okay. We'll so we're start we're at, gonna try to find the line of demarcation where it stopped being classics. That's that's a that movie's iconic and just started heading down the hill. Okay, I have in my mind yeah. roughly where I think that happened, but this it'll be good to validate this. Because I could be wrong. All right. So now this is it's it, this is this is gonna be a little hard to do only because of how they how they have this listed in in on Wikipedia. They have it kind of broken up by different chunks here. But so let's see. If we start at 1978, first first National Lamp. First of all, what is National Lampoons? Let's let's hear it. So. Um, you want to know what it is? Yeah, tell me what it is. Tell the listeners. So National Lampoon used to be a a very famous and well known humor magazine, and it uh, it started off like it was In so. The 70s. Uh, yeah, and it started off as kind of almost. I don't know if it was like an extension of the Harvard Lampoon, but I think it was people that had written for the Harvard Lampoon. Yeah, we're now not yeah, in yeah. school anymore, and they went and they started it as a national, you know, a national uh, yeah. brand, basically. <clears throat> and so it started as a humor magazine, and they had a lot of famous content. I think the the most famous uh, magazine cover they ever had. Do you, you remember the one with the dog and the the there's like yes. a gun up to the dog's head, and it says something like, you know, if if you don't read this edition will kill this dog or something like that. Yeah. So like buy this magazine or we'll kill or we'll shoot this dog or something. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it was, it was very famous. They had the national lampoons radio hour. They had like live shows they would do. Um, and then they extended, uh, yeah, eventually went into films. So you take it from there. So the first movie they made was national lampoons animal house. And of course, this is like top tier, you know, like people, apparently people, when, when this movie was in the theaters, people were like rolling down the floor because they were laughing so hard. Like that's where uh, R-O-F-L came from. 
was this movie. It, no, it's not. Their minds. Shut up. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> they were they just coined it. Their minds. People just, yeah. it didn't say it in the movie, but as soon as somebody saw that movie, they walked out of the theater and they just automatically start saying that acronym all the time. Um, R-O-F-L, yeah. But did you, what, it, what was your opinion of Animal House? Did you, do you love Animal House? So, I have not seen it. I mean, let's. I'm just gonna lay it out there. I have not really? watched this movie. Yeah, I always think about it. But Every time you, I hear it, I go. And oh, that's yeah, shocking, because go that. Nathan is Nathan is like uh, on the Mount Rushmore of of comedy nerd in my life, and I, I'm shocked that you have not seen this. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's then, a lot. Then of we movies. won't compare notes. Like I, I tend to think it's yeah. not that funny. I, I when I saw it, I feel like I had already missed like. I was not of the time that that came out or even really close. I was born in 1981 and it came out, I think a few years before I was born. So, but by the time I saw it, I was okay. Yeah. So, so I was negative three and it came out. And then by the time I Mm -hmm. saw it, it was like the late nineties when I was working at blockbuster video and I rented it one Mm -hmm. time for free. No, no big deal. And, yeah, uh, no and I was deal. like, oh, yeah, that was fun. There's funny, there's funny stuff about it. But I feel like at that point I had already seen or, or heard every uh, really funny thing about it. And yeah. So I, I, it didn't end up like blowing me away. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those movies that got away. Like I, like I wouldn't have seen it when it came out, obviously. And um by the time I would have seen it, it just wasn't on the radar of, of the my friends. Like, my friends weren't, like, you know, Animal House freaks or something. I don't know. So, it just passed, <laughs> passed me by. Now, Houseies, uh, they I'll, call themselves. Watch it. Yeah, Houseies. <laughs> uh, okay, so then you go from Animal House. Then you've got a movie called Class Reunion. Never seen that. Okay. Don't even so know that. Screenplay I've, by John Hughes. I don't even know if I've heard of that. Screenplay by John is that, Hughes. Is that? Is there? Who's that? I'm just kidding. Um, What'd you say? Who's yeah. in it? Is there anyone of note in that one? Um. You got who's, Garrett who, Graham. Who is like Michael noteworthy? Lerner, it's Miriam Flynn. I don't think you know what the the word. Um, <laughs> notable or of note. I don't think. I'm no. not sure you know what that means. Yeah, that means. Um, um, uh, no, no one that I know, I mean, maybe if we saw their faces, we would know, but no, I don't see anyone. The, f- so the fact that John let's, Hughes let's... wrote it is, is significant though. Yes. So that's something that, um, if you're a John Hughes fan, which most of us I think are, then, then, uh, go out and see it. You know, we won't, we won't, if you're a housey or <laughs> it might not be in theaters anymore. What? Go see it. Go see it. <laughs> That's right. You don't think this is going to play again like Avatar is right now? <laughs> it might, but okay, they're going to have to oh, so, add okay, some like, effects or something to it. Next movie is National. Oh my god! At this pace, we're going to it's going to be a long episode. Okay, so <laughs> never heard. So of let that me just either. cut through. Okay, see, this is so, where anybody that is a little bit older than us is is probably hating us right now because they probably know. <laughs> all of these no 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 the those two movies because what comes after this is vacation what comes after this is vacation so it goes animal house in 78 class reunion and movie madness in 82 which are just uh i don't know 
sketch movies or something probably. And then so then Vacation it comes and that's 83. And so that's like I mean do people think Animal House is funnier than National Lampoon's Vacation? I sure as hell hope not. Vacation is one of the uh, like loves of my childhood is yeah watching that movie over and over. I think I've told you this Nathan before, but I I had watched that movie a lot of times um, because we had it recorded and at, at some point I watched it and was watching it somewhere else on a movie channel, I think on, on cable years later. And that's when I first realized that there was actually nudity in it. And, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. because I'd been watching a <laughs> sure. version that was taped off of network TV and I was like, Whoa, I've seen this a lot of times and I didn't realize there was nude. And there's a, um, there's a there's a scene where they're going through I think it's St. Louis and they get their hubcaps stolen and um, the version I watched of it as a kid they pull up and there's this guy standing on the corner and uh, Chevy Chase's character rolls down the window and he says hey can you help me get back to the expressway or something like that and in the version I watched as a kid the guy always said uh, what do I look like Christopher Columbo. So again, same thing. I was like, I thought that was, so I was watching the version. Do you mind if I cuss? Is I want to give a, 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 uh, a no, we fair warning to anybody okay. listening to this with kids or something. Just don't, if, if, if I was watching it. racist. No, no, no. He's, he's watching it years later and he says, yo, uh, I think, I think Clark Griswold calls the guy Holmes. I think he says, yo, Holmes or something like that. And says, can you tell us how to get back to the expressway? And the guy says. Man, fuck your mama. And I was like equal parts like shocked and I was like almost peed my pants. I laughed so hard at it. And I was like, how the hell did they get from that to what do I look like? Christopher Columbo? Like that is the worst uh, like jump from that one line to the uh, the dubbed over line. But I was like, they should have just it's stuck the... with what they had. I thought it was a lot better. It's the Mr. Show uh, mother, the father, what? Chinese dent. The Mr. Show, Mother, Father, Chinese Dentist. <laughs> yes. We were just a, a bunch um, of pallies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's exactly what it so, was. Okay, yeah. So, okay. Um, but vac- vacation, vacation is like hits. one of the formative formative yeah. comedies of my of my childhood. Yes. So then it, then it goes to National Lampoon's Joy of Sex, which another one I haven't seen. Um, and then it's European Vacation and Curse's Vacation. So from 1978 to 1989, there's seven National Lampoon movies and one, two, three, four. Four of them are like considered bona fide classics. I mean, I don't know if European vacation is, but um, it's got some moments. It's got some things. And then it's got Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid in it. It's 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 got it's, you know, and then we take a break. We take a break. (laughs) A long break. To 1993, and we're on to National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. Great title. Great title. I remember watching that when I was a kid and liking it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I could not speak to whether or not it's good now. I don't think it would probably be very good now. That's my guess. But I do. I remember liking it, too. Okay. And then from, from there, honestly, it's just, you know, it's just trash, it seems. Okay, I'm gonna. You're gonna hate what I'm about to say. All right. I actually like the movie Van Wilder, kind of. 
Am okay. I crazy? Am I, I a know. terrible person? I like I like Ryan Reynolds. Um, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this movie's bad or not. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I think no. it's the first movie I ever saw him in. Um, it's not great, and it's it's definitely got some, it's it's not anywhere near their '80s heyday. But it, when you look at, I've now pulled this up. When you look at the other movies that they made around it, did they, am I reading this wrong, or does that say that they made a movie called National Lampoon's Golf Pranks, Punks, Golf Punks, punks. Golf Punks, starring Tom Arnold? Yeah. Tom so Arnold. right after that was Van Wilder. Um, so yeah. Yeah, okay, I guarantee so I, Van Wilder is better than Golf Punks and Golf Pranks, which is probably the sequel. I'm going to just go ahead, just uh, just call it. I, 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 I say Christmas Vacation is the last good movie they made. <sighs> okay. I mean, All maybe right, Van I'll buy Wilder's that. fine, but, but that has to be the, the, the point. Where it just like that's the peak, not Unless not the last count- watchable movie they made, but the last good movie. And and honestly, when I yeah, look at this sure. list, because it goes on for a long time past Van Wilder for many many uh, more National Lampoon's films, this really lowers my. Uh, for some reason, National Lampoon's that name when I th- think about it attached to films, I think oh, there's this huge library of great stuff they did, and it. It's really not uh, not a high percentage of uh, no. success here with what they've no, done. It is. It's like five bad. out of like fifty. It's bad, bad, bad. The, the 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 only good movie that they have made since this since then is the documentary about the movie about the 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 uh, National Lampoon. <laughs> the document. What's the documentary? Uh, drunk, stoned, brilliant, dead. Oh, 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 oh yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> That's the, I was that making is... sure that you weren't confusing that with the biopic made about the creation of the Harvard Lampoon. Or, no, or about I... the creation of the National Lampoon, I mean, sorry. I um, I enjoy that. Yeah, uh, I did too. I, I liked it too, but it's not, they didn't produce that. Yeah, I think it was made by Netflix. Yeah, so, so, um, that can't, that's not in this list here. Right. Um. So yeah, so so this movie, Thanksgiving Family Reunion. Let's just get into this dang thing. Um, d- d- like we said, don't be fooled. I mean, that, that's this. That, the point I guess I was trying to make is that like National Lampoon really hasn't even <laughs> like I don't even know that we could give them the credit that they made they made a few good movies and they've been coasting for 35 40 years is that what you're trying to say because that's what i'm getting out of this like i don't even get it like i don't even get like like i know the history uh and i know all the people especially in the beginning were like geniuses and helped create you know you know it's like the harvard lampoon effect on comedy is massive same with like second city or ucb or whatever like all of these groups have created you know the comedy we see today but like i I was thinking about see i was thinking about this like if you had a top five biggest brand names in comedy is national lampoons on that list 
like brand names where it's it's you know a household like pe- most people have heard of it because I think it probably is even though this conversation we just had no. sort of proves that maybe it doesn't belong on there but it's it, like it is, SNL's got to be on that list no Harvard Lampoon list it is in the list because of Christmas Vacation and the fact that it is a classic that is in constant uh, generation after generation, they we always show the next generation, you know. So like for so like Marlo has not seen any that's, of the that's other. That's his daughter. Yeah, my daughter Marlo has not seen any of the other National Lampoon movies. She's seen Chris's Vacation though. Yeah, um, yeah. I I'd say even though it, maybe it has a loftier um, reputation than it deserves, it definitely. Um, it's definitely one that people would would name if you said what is like a famous. I'm trying to even think what else would be on that list now that I've said that. Like maybe like I would put Mad on there just because I am a huge fan of Mad Magazine from when I was a kid. But yeah, uh, and Mad TV uh, is is not wasn't say, the greatest thing in the world, but it was it was okay. I guess you'd say like so National Lampoon's like Saturday Night Live has a whole tradition of comedy movies uh, like i would say and their movies aren't great either but i would say they made they've made funnier movies than national lampoon has no. at, at least in total in total like if you added up all the laughs from all the movies that the no. two brands made how many would I'm have saying, more total laughs no i'm saying if you added up the amount of movies that are passable no, versus i disagree okay I disagree. Okay, let's. What are the passable SNL movies? I'm looking them up right now. Okay, Wayne's World. I mean, Wayne's World, Wayne's World Two. I'll give you those. Okay, Okay, Wayne's World. Okay, Blues Brothers. Okay, I'm gonna have my uh, Animal House moment that you just had. I've never seen Blues Brothers. I I haven't seen Blue Brother either. (laughs) So that's (laughs) but you've had. But that's that's a huge one. That's a huge one that people go on about. So Blues Brothers, which I would consider people. People consider that a classic. I'm going to shimmy out on this limb and say Stuart Saves His Family isn't great. That's okay, the Stuart Smalley movie. Blues Brothers, Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2. Those are in. Um, uh, ladies, ladies Man is funny. Ladies Man oh, is freaking funny. Oh, come on. <laughs> MacGruber? No. MacGruber is not, well, I guess, MacGruber's, yeah. Okay, yes. MacGruber's MacGruber great. Is a, I, I forgot that that's an <laughs> SNL movie, though. So they're at like least... One. So they're at least the same amount of good movies that uh, National Lampoon's oh, has made. Oh, so we're not counting Van Wilder now? You're cutting Van Wilder out of the the Mount Rushmore of great National Lampoon's films? Is that what I'm hearing? Sorry. Uh, there's another SNL movie that's really good, and I can't think of what it is right now. Well, it's not Coneheads. No, it's not Coneheads. It's, it's not, not Night at the it's Roxbury. Not, it's not It's Pat. not Pat. <laughs> It's, it's superstar. Not, is it superstar? Not superstar. Damn. Well, those are all the movies. Blue, oh, oh, I know what it is. Blues Brothers Two Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just needed them to get rid of John Belushi and and replace him with uh, John Goodman. That's what. Uh, I was, so, that's what was missing in it for me. So this is this is critical response. Rotten Tomatoes percentages in order. Wayne's World number one. Yes. Blues Brother number two. Wayne's World number three. MacGruber number four, and. Uh, Blues Brothers 2000 is number five. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's at 46%. <laughs> I, 
Wow. Okay. Well, maybe I was, I, I, I apparently have like inflated the, um, the impact of both of these film, uh, outfits then, because I would have, I, I thought, I really thought there was another SNL movie. Now I, there are some SNL movies that didn't get made that I think were, <laughs> oh. would have potentially been good. Maybe that's <laughs> okay. what I was thinking of. Sure. Yeah. Like they were going to uh, make a, uh, a Dieter film. Mike Myers was going to make a Dieter Okay. A Sprockets film. Uh, that didn't happen. Well, There's probably okay. a whole list of ones that almost got made, but. So we said Saturday Night Live and we said um, National Lampoon. What is another? You're right. Like what other comedy like. Uh, uh, what would you say? Factories or something. Like a brand. Yeah. I said um, mad. I think that belongs on there. Yeah, but what have they done? They've done Mad TV. That's it. But Mad Magazine was huge. I don't know sure. that this, like the generations, the last few generations care about Mad Magazine, but it was fantastic. Um, um, well, you know what I say to that? Black. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, what, me worry? I was trying to think of a way to say yeah, what me sure. worry and make it make sense, but I just, I couldn't come up with it. And then just a moment's notice like that. Um, I, I guess there, know. I guess, I guess there really isn't like a, maybe like Kevin um, is Kevin Smith, a comedy brand. Cause he has like the, his own universe. Well, that's and, a, a that universe goes, is different than, than a, you know, cause like the view is animal skew. house. Yeah. Animal house is not the same universe as, you know, vacation movies or something. But. Oh, you haven't heard that theory that ties together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Blues, all Blues of Brothers the, all the national lampoons, the joy of sex. <laughs> yes. And the and golf punks. Yeah. Remember, Cause one of the golf punks is watching a news story about the blues brothers in the background. Yeah. in that one scene. Um, all right. <laughs> well, we should probably talk about this, which, uh, this film that we're going to talk about, it feels like we've avoided it for long enough, but it's, it's, I obviously haven't seen all the National Lampoon's films, but it's got to be one of the it's got to be one of the, the the worst ones. Is that what I need to do? Do I have to binge all the like I went through all the Marvel stuff, right? Like I went Marvel chronologically order chronological order. It took me like months. So now do I have to like I mean, you uh, would have you would have such a hard time finding some of these. I maybe mean, I, I don't know where you'd find them, but I know that I do. After I looked at this list, one of the National Lampoon's films is called. National Lampoon, National Lampoon's The Beach Party at the Threshold of Hell. Okay. And I, I kind of want to watch that just because it's the title. I don't know what the hell it's about maybe, and who's in it. or Maybe I should do um, a I, – I watch all of them, and then I try to devise a universe where they oh, all work God, together. That would be great. <laughs> and then that would be do, great. You could do, then I can set up a chronological – uh, way to watch it, you know, like you Can watch we, like yes. Animal House, but then you have to watch Blues Brothers two thousands for some reason. It's though the like, the Mar like, like the Marvel like... order you have to watch them in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. Uh, won't now happen. nobody would um, get it because nobody has subjected themselves to watching all of those because there's a lot of them. But do you I would think that there it. is any one person in the world who has seen every National Lampoon movie? Yes, certain, certainly, absolutely. Right? Absolutely, probably more okay. than, a lot more than one. When you think, um, 
Yeah, probably. It's probably like a descendant of, you know. I could think of someone from AST, from a special thing dot com, uh, the old message board who would have done that. I don't know. AS, that was a lot of comedy, like highfalutin comedy people on there. So I don't know that they would watch no, Beach there's a Party guy, at the Threshold of Hell. No, there was a there's a guy, uh, Bill, Bill Brasky, I think. Uh, yeah Bill Brasky, his 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 uh forum handle I think he would have watched them all shout out to Bill Brasky um okay who was also um an expert in vintage porn (laughs) okay so shout out to Bill (laughs) Brasky all right comedy nerd and 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 porn aficionado okay skeevy perv hey let's uh, hey, don't besmirch hey. this this man. Okay. Uh, any, uh, so Brasky once ate the Bible while water skiing. <laughs> That's one of the lines from that sketch. Okay, yes. go ahead. Yes, thank you for thank you for quoting the sketch because that's what this show needed. Yep. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> At least one funny thing will happen on here. <laughs> um, so this movie, it's about it stars Judge Reinhold as a anesthesiologist to the stars Mm. Um, in the first scene he is in an operating room and mm. we find out there's a a lady laying being operated on and we find out that it's britney spears apparently yeah even though she kind of starts coming out of like the you know sedation medicine or whatever he has her and she kind of like starts to sit up and he grabs her head and like slams it back down and it did not look like Britney Spears not even no. close like they didn't even try to find somebody that looked vaguely like her no in fact i think that was improvised like he shoved her head back down so the camera wouldn't see it <laughs> <laughs> he's like we can't we can't you let can't this extra it. that you're, we found in a 711 like you're supposed to be Britney Spears keep your head down <laughs> so uh, right off so, the bat it's yeah. it's not it's not great and he's being um, like everyone's treating him badly because he's anesthesiologist. Like all the surgeons are, you know. I guess that's um, yeah, is that a hi- is that a hierarchy that we didn't know about? Like, do all do surgeons look down on anesthesiologists in this universe? In this, in universe, this universe, yeah. All right. Um, and apparently, also, he's like just super rich. I guess you can get be super rich when you do anesthesia. Well, I think is that true? I think that is true. Yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, they're doctors. And they're like very um, needed, necessary, very uh, yeah. r- like you know. Okay, good. Demanded. How's that? Okay. Highly demanded people. So yeah, I, I would assume you make pretty damn good money. I'm gonna look it up, Nathan. Yeah, I'm interested in this new new career path potentially. <laughs> might be might be too late for you, buddy. Okay. Well. Um. So then he comes home to his rich house and it's clear he's not appreciated there either. Um, his wife and kids are all very much empty, you know, vapid kind of people. What's a, what's a good word for that? I like that word. Vapid's vapid. a great word. Okay. Uh, I'll ask you later what it means. Bureau of, La- um, Bureau of Labor Statistics says that the uh, average mean annual wage for an anesthesiologist. You want to guess? Uh, I'm gonna say 125. 331,000 dollars. Your face. I've, I've always said that I've been great at guessing salaries. You have to. You have said that, especially yeah. about medical specialties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So good for them. Good for anesthesiologists. So he comes home. His wife's, you know, classic tale. She's spending all of his money. <laughs> Women be shopping. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kids are gross. And it's Thanksgiving <laughs> are time. Gr- you're getting a little lazy with the description. That kids yeah, are gross. I, or... I blew my load on vapid, okay? That's it. That's such a graphic. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, uh, this this film doesn't really have too many huge stars yet that we'll get to. Uh, but Judge Reinhold, you know, What do you name. think we should go through and, and f- figure out at what point in time his career just nose dove because he was nose dove he was big right. nose dove nose dived uh same thing I, I wonder if his career the trajectory and then like you know crashing uh coincides at all with the the national lampoons that'd be yeah, interesting maybe they're, maybe they're connected let's let's see maybe right now there's a universe oh, where they're oh, connected he has so many movies that a he lot. actually has a separate wikipedia page for the yeah filmography. filmography yes he does all right so let's see oh yeah he's he's private elmo bloom he's in, in stripes uh, stripes that's right all right let's see so what would you say his like top that's top films okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna say he's in all three uh beverly hills cop movies he probably prefers okay. that we don't talk about beverly hills cop three but he's in all of them and he's in the new one that they're making too they they announced that recently good Good. Which I think Netflix is making. So for me, his top movie. But he's in he's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's got to be well, his top movie. Yeah. So my top movie for from him, um, based on the amount of times I watched it as a kid, uh, was Vice Versa. Vice Versa. Oh God, I no love that question. you said that because I was no about question. to say something about Vice Versa. <laughs> it's my top movie from him. There's but a there's looking, a line from Vice Versa that my brother and I, my brother, I'm 41. My brother's what is he? 45, 46. We still quote it just out of context all the time. Like if one of us thinks of it and we're around each other, we'll say it. And it's not even a funny line from the movie. It's just the way he delivers it in the movie. Yeah. We'll just be walking by each other and we'll just go, oh, I need some pins and some pencils, some envelopes. <laughs> and it's just vice versa is just, yeah, it's a go. good one. It's a good one. It's, it brings a family together. It sure does. Um. I mean, he's in Gremlins. You now he plays like a jerk in Gremlins. He's in Gremlins. Yeah, he like. Uh, I think he's trying to hit on. Um, you know, Phoebe Cates' character. But that's Phoebe Cates is who he jerked his gherkins to in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. They're in. Know, they're in that together again. I guess so. I like to think that it, he's like the Where's Waldo of Phoebe Cates movies. He's jerking off in some scene in every Phoebe Cates movie. If you look like the background or so, it's like the Alfred Hitchcock cameo thing. You have to look yeah, for a judge, you know. He's in every single one. Getting all over himself. Um, That's why she retired from <laughs> acting eventually. Yeah, she just couldn't take it She anymore. couldn't take it. She said it was because she wanted to stay home and raise her children's that she had with Kevin Klein. But I think it's, yeah. she's just tired of... Judd's Pud being out all the time. Yeah, Judd's Pud. That's <laughs> I like that. Um, I mean, yeah, he's in Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, Vice versa is the one. The, but it, it looks like he's got like, here's one called Daddy's Dying, Who Got the Will. What? <laughs> Daddy's Dying, Who's Got the Will. Um, da- that's I mean, the name he, of the movie? Is there like a colon in there somewhere? Yeah, Daddy's Dying, colon, Who's Got the Will. I mean, he's in like, um, oh, and then he does a sensual movie, Zandali. I don't know Nicholas that, Cage. but it, it, 
I think early '90s. The only movie I can name that he's in is um, is it Be- Beethoven? He's the dad in Beethoven, I think, isn't he? No, that's uh, Charles Grodin. Oh well, he's in one of the Beethoven sequels then. Let's see. I'm almost positive he's, he's in, in the Santa Claus. He's in the Santa Claus. Oh, he's that's the, what um, he's in. Yeah, he's the dad. He's like the new dad. You gotta check. I think he's in like Beethoven four. Beethoven's third. He's in. There you go. There you go. In your face. He's in my. He's in my brother the pig. <laughs> oh, with Scarlett Johansson and Eva Mendez. What? Yeah. This guy's all and, over the place. And he was in a video a couple years back. I think he was like drunk and got arrested on a plane or at an airport or something. I think that's the last time he's been seen in public, maybe. Uh, Well, he was in Bad Grandmas in 2017. Bad Grandmas. But that was a... I think that was like a, a an attempt to cash in after Bad Grandpa, I believe. Probably. And it has like Pam Greer in it, if I remember. If I... If I I almost want you to look it up and tell me Pam Greer is not in that because it will make me feel better about myself if I re- uh, remember what freaking bad, bad gra- What's that? Uh, Florence Henderson, Pam Greer, Judge oh. Reinhold. Yeah. That's upsetting that I know that. Um, He's on an episode of Ghost Rider. He the, was in uh, a great episode of Seinfeld. You skipped that. He's the close talker on Seinfeld. Oh, that's true. That's a good episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's he was on Arrested Development. In an episode as himself? As a judge, so. yeah. Oh, he was also in Clerks, the animated series. <laughs> we're, probably spending, we're probably spending too much time on this. this, is, I'll, this I'll, I'll end on this. This is my favorite um, Judge Reinhold um, appearance. He's in Clerks, the animated series, where he plays a judge in a courtroom named Judge Reinhold. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, kudos to uh Kevin Smith for that. But no, uh I I don't know. He he I don't I, I don't know if he's considered a a gentleman and a scholar or what. He is a Christian, I see. Oh go. my god, you've got to stop reading the Sorry, Judge Reinhold just, Wikipedia that's page. That's what this That's what this show is. It's reading <laughs> Judge Reinhold's Wikipedia <laughs> page. I was led to believe Wikip- it was something else. No, reading Wikipedia pages. Oh. Um Okay, anyway, so... So I'm going to skip forward. Judge Reinhold, (laughs) whose name I can't remember in the movie already, uh, he he gets his letter mailed to him that somehow finds his house because it doesn't have an address on it. It just has his name and the city Encino, California. That's all it has on it. He opens it. It's from his cousin, his his long-lost cousin who has found him and said, hey, we want you to come and... Uh, join us for Thanksgiving at our home in Idaho. So he has to convince his, his shitty kids and his um, his wife, who doesn't seem super interested in him, that they should go on this big grand uh, vacation to Idaho to see his family because apparently he doesn't have any family. So yep. off they go and so, in their luxury so, SUV. And when they get there, um, this is where you get to see the other massive star now now a massive Currently. star well hold on was he bit was he okay so it's uh, he was say it's um brian cranston was he in malcolm in the middle at this time yeah but he wasn't a massive star no in my he heart, was he was. he was known he wasn't a, now he now he's a 
big time. He's well, in like just, one of the most famous shows of all time. He won a bunch of awards. He won a Tony. He won a nominated for Oscars. Like he's a well, huge let, let actor me, now. Let me break onto our side show uh, where I read Brian Cranston's Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm going to sign off if that's what's happening. <laughs> Hey, Brian Cranston uh, was in several good episodes of Seinfeld also. I wonder if they talked about that on set. Oh, that's true. Oh, we were both in this show. Um, <laughs> and then that yeah, was the I end of the conversation. Uh, yeah, I, 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 and then Judge Reinhold turned around. <laughs> He's like, I was um, in vice versa. He didn't even mention it. So when does he start? Okay, Malcolm in the Middle is 2000, 2006, and this movie is 2004 or something. Something like that. Yeah, two thousand three. Two thousand three. All right. So he's so he's hit peak middle. Malcolm in the middle, and now he's on this. Which, by the way, like you, you were mentioning. Well, we'll t- I guess we'll talk about this towards the end. But uh, I'll, I'll hold pause on that, and we will continue that conversation. I don't even know what you're end. talking about. So I don't even know how to bring it back <laughs> up later. Exactly. I will. I will. All right. Um. So. Now they get on a road trip. By the way, they bring this guy who lives across the street that they call Uncle Phil, who uh, is just an old man who yells at cars. And for some reason, they brought him with. They don't even explain why. Yeah. Why at all? They're taking him. Why they're close to him. Is it? Do they feel bad for him? It's weird. And also Uncle Phil. Like, what the hell? Like after certain things right. you can't just use you can't use certain name like you say uncle phil and it made me think of fresh prince every single yeah, no, time they said it. No and they didn't call they never uncle called phil him anymore. phil they called him uncle phil every time they said his name throughout the whole movie so i'm like yeah, no, come no, on guys this is horrible no there, there should be a moratorium on uncle phil's in life yeah. too it just in, in life. life yes like uncle shouldn't uh, even be allowed to fill things up that's how bad this is. No, the um, same. There's just names like that where you're like, what? It's distracting. I don't I'm shocked that nobody said that because his name Spe- didn't matter at all to the movie. But speaking of this, this uh, names, weird names. Um, so uh, just casually looking through some of this uh, Cranston's stuff. And it says here that he. He does animated voices. Um, and in one, he's credited as Lee Stone, and in the Street Fighter Two movie cartoon, he's credited as Phil Williams. the The Street Fighter Two cartoon, cartoon movie, Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, he does the voice of Fei Long, and he's credited as Phil Williams. Was he in some kind of contract, or he couldn't use his name? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, Maybe he was embarrassed because he knew that movie was going to suck. That seems Does more it? likely. I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> All right. You know, you're telling me that you can't just pass judgment on certain films you've never seen. Um, I'm in a constant state of doing so. Yeah. Uh, we've done it on this very episode. So, okay. About, let's about, talk about, about golf hunks yeah. or whatever so it's called. We, we are really stretching this episode, by the way. Just so that there will be anything in it, because this movie sucks so bad. <laughs> it's it's I, bad. I don't, can, can, I'm just gonna quickly just run through the the plot just for a, just for like a 30 seconds, and so then we can just talk about the production value or whatever, and then move on. Uh, but basically, 
he got uh, Brian Cranston's family is a crazy hippie redneck kind of family, and they get there, they're everything's crazy. Just like it's, it would be like if if like uh, the Griswolds went to uh, cousin Eddie's house. That's exactly you know? what it looks like. That's the point. Yeah, like that's this, the, point. the whole first thirty minutes of so this movie. Me, feels... Let me just get. Let me get through this. Then, then, then. No. Can... Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> so he, they, they get there. Crazy things are happening. Bad. You know. They they have bad stuff. Then they find out that um, Brian Cranston's character, who's named Woodrow, uh, Woodrow Snyder, it, it has a um, he has a request. Like it, it it has an ulterior motive for inviting them, you know. And it's um, he wants money from them because their house is going to be uh, repoed or whatever you'd say. <laughs> They're gonna show up one well, day and the repo man will be there. You gotta explain to what he him. first tells them that he wants from him. Well, I, I, I we, it, it's, it's pointless. He, he lies about wanting a kidney. Um, this, there's so it makes no sense. So it's so stupid. So, anyways, he wants money from him. Uh, Judd's all mad, but guess what? The kids and the wife actually find something in common with the other family, so they're like, let's stay and help. But at he first it seemed leave. like they weren't going to find anything in common with any of them, but then they all did. Yeah, it by the way, really, by, really special. Uh, by the way, we, we, we have to circle back really quickly on something you said earlier when you said Judd's pud. <laughs> Please. And I, it doesn't work. Now, I just realized it because his name's not Judd. It's Judge. So it would be Judge's Pudge. <laughs> Judge's Pudge, right? Okay, anyway. I like that, too. Why yeah. did I call so, him Judd? Uh, I don't know. So then there's also this like, kind of be, like side story. The reason why he needs money is this guy who he didn't fix his washing machine, I guess, now wants the money back or something. I don't, it's just insane. And they end up saving someone's life, and he gives them the money and then and, and they become great friends and so on that i mean this movie is so stupid the it's whole like last this. hour of it judge judge not judge judge his character like has just gone off the deep end and hates this new cousin after he had like loved him and wanted to embrace him and accept him and all mm. that he like loses his mind and hates him and then yes it ends with this like random car chase thing kind of where a car flips on its side and breaks mm. into flame just and and then the the, way, you gotta explain a... the the big like i guess this was like a redeeming moment or something is like one of these like you know country kids from this town who was kind of like a bad guy is was in one of the cars that flipped and he got hurt and whatever and so judge has to perform a tracheotomy on him <laughs> a tracheotomy on a like a, a bench on the street and then that's like the big, that's like the big, like powerful moment at the end. And everybody's like, oh, great. It's very weird. It's, very. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. There's so much going on in this. So it's it's not worth even doing it. But I, I, I want to just. So this is definitely a TV movie. No question. Like it, it, it has moments where it's like. It's trying to be gross and crass, but it can't. So, like, a fart is, like, the grossest it can be. Oh, edgy. And then there's sort of, like, there is a Brian Cranston butt. And yeah, almost, you do see his bare butt. You almost see some side pudge from Judge. <laughs> <laughs> An old pudgy side judge. I can't even say it. <laughs> uh, but it's just, you know, there's and there's sex jokes. Like, that's, it's, like, kind of. So, like, if this were to come out in the theaters, I could see it being, 
you know, they're they're okay. Let me going a little further. I want to expand on what you said there. There's uh, the attempts at humor are very. They are like weirdly like muted because it was a TBS produced film, but there are also just weird like you mentioned Brian Cranston's butt. We see that because while Judge Reinhold's character is taking a shower, all of a sudden, like, Brian Cranston's Woody character, like, is in the shower with him, like, rubbing all over his body in this really, like, weird... It's like... It's it's just su- supremely cheap because it's just, like... There's so many shortcuts to, like, hey, it's... You can just imagine the screenwriters being like, hey, it's really funny if you just, like make fun of country people that live out like in the, you know, rural areas. Like that's easy. And then, Oh, like what about like gay panic? We could do like a thing where they like get in the showers together. And then, uh, what about, and you didn't mention this. What about bestiality? That's funny. (laughs) There's like this dog in the movie that's constantly sticking its snout and judge Reinhold's like, Tank. ass crack and in his like <laughs> so balls let's, let's talk and about then that there's real a quick. <laughs> there's a sex oh. scene at the end of the movie where like judge reinhold and his wife who had been like having fights about how they have no sex life or something it just came up out of nowhere just at a certain point um they have sex and then she sort of like rolls over and she's all satisfied and going to sleep and then like the the dog i don't even know because this is one of the instances like you said where they're trying to like explain something really risque happening, but they can't just outwardly say it, but they basically make it seem like the dog like went up to the bed afterward and like started like Gave him a doing blowing. something to judge <laughs> as he like laid there with his eyes closed. Like what I was watching this. I'm like, did I seriously just, did they, what? Yes. What, what, so, okay. what, what, so what, 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 so what the, just happened? So this dog, let me let's talk about this dog real quick. It's it, the dog's name is Yoko, and every time the dog <laughs> appears, there's a song that plays, where it someone sings Yoko, and the dog appears. The and name of the song a, is Yoko. Oh, oh no, no. Uh, yeah, that's the oh, name yeah. of the song because the dog's always doing something. They're like Yoko. Oh no, <laughs> why? <laughs> Why? Let's talk, I love the music in this because it's like, um, it's everything's a keyboard, <laughs> it, like so. It's like every. It's like. <laughs> good keyboarding, dude. Thank you. That was really good keyboarding. Uh, if you look at the credits too, like everything's like like er, all. There's no music in this that is licensed because why would you pay any money no that was just bought off like a free a royalty free like stock music site no 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 every song is written by the same person oh it's whoever did the music in this and he wrote the yoko ono song there's also a character whose name is janice in this who ends up it's the mom of um woody's wife wife care played by penelope ann miller who is a also a famous person though not, she not was, as she famous. was in kindergarten cop yeah but uh played her mom and her name she ends up hooking up with uncle phil of course but did you see her name in the credits no and i also don't understand where her care her character just pops up out of like absolutely nowhere and they don't they don't okay. even explain who she is it's just is like there, 
she well, appears. She says, I'm. She says I'm Jill, uh, Jill's mom or whatever. She says that after her and Phil already had sex, I think. No, she says it initi- right away. Cause that's oh, and then I missed the, it. That's like one of the scenes that I actually uh, was paying attention to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Janice. And she is her mom. But then I looked at the credits. Her, she's played by an actress named Rita Hutton. Um, but in this movie, she's credited as Rita with an H. What do you mean? That's what her credit is. Like the, the word Rita written with an H? Or you're saying it literally says no, Rita with an H? It says the words Rita with an H. <laughs> why? Look into that for me. I'm trying. A Rita Hutton. I don't understand why Rita has like a joke name. That's No, oh, I so did like not notice the Poltergeist, that. She was in the movie Poltergeist the Legacy. Or she was in the TV show Poltergeist the Legacy. In the same, Rita with an H. She was in Dead Man's Gun TV series, Rita with an H. Um, so it's like Smallville. She was on Smallville. It's like uh, Cedric the Rita Entertainer. With an H. Yeah. Um, it's like just like a stage name. It's probably like, hey, she tried to be Rita Hutton and there was somebody in the Actors Guild with already had that name or something. That's my know. best guess. She's dead though, so we'll never know. Yeah. Too 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 soon. Too, too soon. soon. Although she was really old back in 2003 when this was made, so. Just on time then. Yep. Yep. Just in time. Totally on schedule. Um so I don't know. This movie is just Is Bad. there anything else to say about this dumb thing? Is there something you like you really had to say about when you saw it? The the funniest thing in this movie in my opinion is this one really weird cut where and it's right at the end of the movie where um i'm trying to remember what the there's like a scene where like two people are like having a nice moment or something and then it cuts like in a flash to judge and judge uh, not mike judge judge reinhold and his his wife <laughs> having sex Okay. Do you remember that moment? It's like very weird and jarring because it's like it goes straight from this moment where like two characters are are talking or something like that and cuts in a flash to like later that night and these other two characters are having sex and it's very weird. So it for me, the funniest thing in this was just moments like that where bad it was editing? like, <laughs> yeah, moments like that where it was bad editing or you, or you're watching and you feel like. Okay, that last scene, how does this connect to what they're saying now? And it feels like, oh, there's probably other things that just like didn't get filmed because they needed to, you know, what it just it felt like a lot of corners were probably cut on this thing. Uh, so those were the things I laughed at a number of times where it's just like, man, somebody has no sense of like pacing or what scenes to put up against each other to make it not weird. Uh, I don't the stuff I laughed at. um, the fart stuff is stupid. I hate, I, I hate that someone that that's like what they go for. But I laugh every time at farts. Um, yeah, I was so, about to. I was about to take issue if you said that you don't so, think so. That's funny. I I don't, but I laugh at that every time, so it doesn't matter. I'm gonna be fart. I'm gonna be laughing at farts forever. Um, and there was a scene where there's a couple of times where Brian Cranston does or says something 
that makes me laugh just because he, you know, uh, one thing about him, I was thinking about this as I was watching it, you know, and he is a, this is what's interesting. Is he, is he a dramatic actor or is he a comic actor? Like, I know he's like plays and Broadway and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you don't have to, he doesn't have to be one or the other. I know that, but he's an incredible first, dramatic actor. The, the first but he's time I also ever knew really him, funny. The first time I ever knew about him was from Malcolm in the Middle. Um, so does he start that way? Yeah, I think I think a lot of the early stuff that he did was fun. Like I mentioned, Seinfeld. I that's I think the first time I ever saw him when he was playing um, uh, Watley. What is the? I can't remember the character's first name. Something Watley. The uh, the dentist. Jody. No, Jody, <laughs> Jody Watley. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, something Watley, and he's their dentist that like converts to Judaism. And Seinfeld okay. is upset because he thinks he converted just yeah. just for the jokes. Um, yeah. like he's really funny in that. So I think a lot of the early stuff that he did was like that. But I know that he was just uh, he was cast in Breaking Bad in in large part because um, he had been on. Uh, I think it was one episode, may have been a couple, but I think an episode of uh, the X-Files. And so I get, what's his yeah. face who created uh, Breaking Bad, whose name is escaping me right now. Even, oh, though it's my, even though it's my favorite show of all time. So I feel bad about Vin, forgetting. Yes. Vince, Vince Gilligan's like, I think maybe wrote the episode of X-Files that he was on and was like very dramatic character. Um, and so that's why I thought of him for Breaking Bad. I think now if you ask people, they'd say he's a dramatic actor. When I look at all this stuff, it does seem like he's, he's mainly doing dramatic stuff first and peppering in kind of comedic things. And then... Um. Yeah, I think it's mostly dramatic, though. Okay, so so okay, so he goes on Malcolm in the Middle, and he's great on there. He's funny. He's really funny. But in this, is one of those movies where I get the sense where he's like, "Oh man, this is gonna be tons of fun, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so funny in this." Be like this big broad character. He does. I. I there was a lot of times where I felt like he was doing a Jim Carrey impersonation. Oh, he's like going over the top, right? Like, but not like Jim Carrey himself. Like there were times where it felt like he was being Ace Ventura. And then there was a lot of times where I felt like he was being like Lloyd Christmas from dumb and dumber. By the way, uh, Brian Cranston is also in the clerks TV series. Do you think that judge Reinhold and Brian Cranston? I think they're, I think they're really cousins and they really hang out all the time. (laughs) So uh, okay, I, I, what I what I'm getting at is like okay, so when I like sometimes like uh, dramatic actors will do comedic movies because they want to be seen as funny, mm-hmm. but that's not fair to Cranston because he's already like doing tons of funny stuff already by this point. But when I see him in interviews, I get the sense that he really tries hard to be funny, and he doesn't. It doesn't always land. I don't think really like when you hear him getting interviewed as himself, you think that he's like trying too hard. I think he has a good sense of humor. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying, I think he tries too hard. He like plays up his, you know, like when I see like Bob Odenkirk in an interview, he's not like doing like 
Better Call Saul quotes and stuff. <laughs> like but Brian Cranston's like, you know, I don't know. Doing doing holiday reunion quotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy won't shut up about it. And I don't want to go back to this and belabor this point, but why is it called holiday reunion when they these two have never met each other? None of these people have met each other before. Why is it no, called no, reunion? No, they he met. Has. They knew. No, no. He claims it one. There's like one line in the movie where he says, "Oh, we went on a fishing trip." Like, remember it's that a, fishing no, no, trip when, a picture. when when they were like five or something there's a picture of them together as little kids that so, that a re- so, does not a reunion make as they say well i mean i guess it literally would be if you were apart from someone and then you reunited i with think them. you should literally <laughs> stop trying to argue with me about this because i don't appreciate it well, uh i just think you're wrong it's not a reunion okay damn it um yeah i don't know I, I I don't really have much else. Any more thoughts about this? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty lazy. Uh, pretty lazy and pretty terrible and obviously taken oh, by from all involved just as like a paycheck. Here's a quote I I just read on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. This made-for-TV mess seems to be cast by the who's got a mortgage payment due agency. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just said. Like, yes, that's good. clearly a paycheck and that's it, which is, that's, that's fine. Like I, it, it bothers me sometimes when people act like, Oh man, this guy sold out. It's like, okay, not everybody can probably afford to always be like high artistic moral integrity on everything. Like sometimes it's no, like, Hey, fine. you're paying me and I'm going to do this job and I don't think it's going to be Shakespeare, but I'm going to do it. That's I mean, fine. Like, like every job has, you know, sometimes, you know, when you work at McDonald's, sometimes you have to clean the bathrooms. Sure. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yep. That's <laughs> what you David. Really want to be out there in the, in the drive through, um, you know, late at night when no one's coming through. It's perfect. What? Best okay. Job. Yeah. Um, anyway. So yeah, I got to think that's what it is. I looked at, so I didn't look at any of the rotten t- tomatoes. I looked at uh, a handful of the, the review, like the, uh, you know, IMDB user reviews or whatever they call them, like people that oh, watched it and quality. review them. And those every one of them is one star or like one out of 10. I mean, wow. uh, one out of 10, one out of 10, one out of 10. And then there's one that's like 10 out of 10. And I think that person <laughs> makes the argument that it's the best uh, National Lampoon's movie. And then one out of 10, one out of 10. It's like comical where you're just like, I hope that person was trying to be funny. It's not funny what they wrote. But I hope that's what their attempt was. But you, you know it wasn't. That, you know it was somebody that was like, that is, the that is great. Did you see that movie no, on TBS? It was really funny. That's the guy who's watched them all. <laughs> and he says it's the best one. That's the freaking guy. He knows. Okay. Let's wrap this. What I look like. Up. Christopher Columbo? Uh, what, what, what a great way to launch our, our fall, November, Thanksgiving <laughs> month of shows. Uh, we by talking about a movie right before Thanksgiving, talking about a movie that is so bad it will make you sick. You'll lose your that appetite. Barely about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, th- this uh, this month we've got lots of great stuff in store for you. What it is, none of us know. We still have to figure it out. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. You can check out all of our details at NetworkSpecialPodcast.com. Or look up the Network Special Podcast on Twitter and TikTok and 
Instagram, Facebook, all those great places where occasionally we post something. Yeah, how about that? That's not an episode. Um, like this week, I posted some fun stuff about an episode that you have already listened to. Yep. Um, uh, from a month ago. Yep. And and you uh, didn't tie it to anything. No, I just in the uh, the the <laughs> yeah. so even I was confused. So just you know, super fans will know, and that's just okay. for them. Good, Little good, Easter good. eggs, just for them. Um. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for tuning in, Colin. Do you have anything to say before we close up? No, just don't watch this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I guess we should say should people watch just this? Absolutely, don't watch this. Is no, unless you are a massive fan of Judge. Um, Ryan or you're a Cranston head. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for Judge's Pudge, if don't watch this. If you're a Judgey you Pudgy, as they call them. Yeah. Uh, all right. As we say at the end of every episode, uh, in your name we pray. Amen. We do. <laughs> Whatever. We do. All right. It's, Bye. Turns out we do. We've said it a lot. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, in your name we pray. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.